Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Spoilers, I am Adam on a particularly hot Monday. It is also Memorial Day, so that may have something to do with the heat. Um, so how is uh, everyone out there today? Hopefully you're enjoying your uh, day off. If you're in the United States, if you're outside the United States, it's not a big deal for you. Um, we're going to talk about The Time Traveler's Wife, episode 3 now. I'm not exactly thrilled by this show. Uh, if you've been listening to the past reviews, you know this is not exactly something new where I don't particularly care for this show. Um, there's nothing about it that jumps out as, what the fuck is that guy doing? Um, there's nothing about it that particularly jumps out as, you know, must-see TV... Um, and, you know, the writing isn't great, um, which I know is shorthand a lot of times for there's a woman in this, um, because you see a lot of complaints about the writing being the, what's it called, being the, the, the thing for like, oh, well, I don't like this character, this character isn't written well, oh, I don't like this, this isn't written well, and it's like, well, you know, it, it's just kind of funny that your opinion on which characters are and aren't written well seems to correspond pretty clearly with the color of their skin and what's between their legs, um, and, and it's, it's, you know, it's that kind of thing. In this case, um, Stephen Moffat has a, an inability, I would say, to write women characters, um, and I think that this show is kind of highlighting that in a way that even Doctor Who, as, as piss poor as the characters there were, even there, it's it's not done well. I mean, like, look at his run on Sherlock, look at his run on, on Doctor Who, and, and see the way that, like, Irene Adler, River Song, and, and all these other characters are written. And then we're going to take that and we're going to apply it to Claire in this. And, you know, Claire doesn't have any autonomy in the show, you know, be that as it may, as, as you know, uh, because, she, because of the nature of the time travel, or be that, you know any other reason you can give, she she really doesn't get a say in her own life, and she's just kind of okay with it. Like, that's ultimately part of the problem here, is that, you know, we talk about Henry, um, he meets her when, he, when she's very young, and um, because he meets her when she's very young, she kind of imprints on him like a duckling, almost. And and she says in episode one, and it, it's kind of telling, where she says, like, you know, my entire sense of sexuality is based around you. Um, and, and when you think about it, like, here's a guy who shows up, and she kind of, you know, hangs out with him in the woods. And it's like, you know, 
the entire time that this is happening, you know, Henry could leave. Like, that's the thing that we have with this show. That's the problem is that it's like, you know, if you try to do this, something will stop you. If you try to do this, something will stop you. It's like, but you haven't illustrated that to me. The only thing we, we know that from is that Henry believes that. Like, Henry believes that. But we haven't seen him actually try. Or any attempt to actually prove that that's the case. Like, that that's a, a big misstep that the show takes. Is that it's not like they're, you know, they're doing that. And, and the fact that, you know, when he first meets her that first time, you know... And then they keep meeting over and over again. It's the repeated meeting, and, and it keeps going back, and it keeps hanging out with this six-year-old girl, then 12-year-old girl, I mean, as we see on the show, and then 16-year-old girl. And it's like, it's just kind of weird on so many levels. Like, so many levels, that's the case. And, and it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, is there a reason why this needs to happen? Like, you could do this story in a way that it's not dependent on this grown-ass man grooming this literal child into being in a relationship with him. Like, okay, cool. Like, oh, okay, so they're married in the future. That doesn't make it okay. Especially when you take into consideration how often he shows up in her life. To, to, to kind of push the train down the tracks a little bit. Like, and push it down towards the the inevitable, you know, marriage between the two. Um, it's not romantic. It's creepy. Um, and, and it's like, look, I, I totally get... He shows up at times, he can't control it. You can you make that claim all you want. Once he gets there, he can leave. He doesn't have to sit there. Like, he doesn't have to sit there and play checkers, you know, with this girl. Like, he doesn't have to sit there and and, and, and do all the things that he, what's it called, uh, that he does um, with this girl to become friends with her and, and push her down that road. Like, he created the situation himself. I feel like I'm giving the opening statement... In a, in a statutory rape trial when I describe what happens on this show. It's not cute. It's not normal. Like, there's nothing about this that translates well and carries over in a good way. It is... It's just not a good thing um, over the course of the entire show. And, and, and for the show to be built on this is, is kind of weird. Because there's a way to do this without this being the cornerstone of the show. That's the part that I don't, like, get about this. There's a way to tell this story without that being the focal point of the show. Is that Or a focal point of an entire episode at the minimum. That, you know, him grooming this young girl into, you know, eventually being the one who... Like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, watching them fall in love in this way is not interesting. Because it's weird. Uh, and it's, it's uncomfortable. And the fact that the most uncomfortable thing in an episode that features a 16-year-old girl getting raped and then getting revenge on the rapist is the, re- 
relationship that she has with another older man is kind of weird. Um, and then it's like, part of it is, it's like, it feels like we're back in that early to mid-2010s kind of, you know, argument over consent, um, which, is, which has been relitigated. And, and by and large, you know, a lot of what goes on, like, like that that's part of the thing with this too, is it's like, it feels like Stephen Moffat knew what worked to get him attention on social media positively in, you know, like way back then. But I don't think it quite carries over in the way that he, you know, what's it called? In the way that he, um, like, you know, he thought it would here where it's like, it just feels stilted and antiquated, this one, because that's not where the conversation has moved. Yeah, I understand it's meant to be the past, and, and maybe it's meant to be that time period because, you know, they don't really talk about years on the show, which, I mean, for better or for worse, they don't talk about years, but that they could explain it a little bit better as to when it's supposed to take place besides just Claire is 16. And, and I think that having it be where Claire is 16 is, you know, is the kind of thing where it's like, we don't really need to have this happen. Um... I don't know, it just, everything about this, um, what's it called, about this, uh, this show just kind of rings untrue, and then it's like there's a part where they go to a party, and it's a bunch of teenagers at a party, and none of them talk like teenagers, and it's like, I know it's a minor gripe in the grand scheme of things, but I hate when characters don't talk like their age, that they're supposed to be, and I'm not saying they gotta sit there and talk in slang, but I'm saying that every single one of them shouldn't be talking like a fucking MFA student, like, whereas, like, everyone sounds the same. Everyone should not sound the same in a show like this. Um, because that's not how this works. It's like, everyone should have, if you're doing a show, every character should have a unique voice that if I put the dialogue in front of you on a piece of paper, you can tell me exactly who it is. And I, you can't do that with this show. You can't even do that with different iterations of the same character, which you should be able to do if they're at different ages. You should be able to point out young Claire, middle Claire, older Claire, elderly Claire, but you can't do that. And like in the grand scheme of things, in a show where they have that weird kind of, you know, child molester vibe to a good amount of the show with one of the leads, you, you, like, I understand that, like, it's not like, the most important thing on the planet, like, it's, it's just, you know, it's just something that raises eyebrows, um, like, and it just doesn't make sense to me that, you know, this, this, you know, what's it called, that this, this show doesn't quite work as well as it could, um, so, uh, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today, and um, what's it called? Um, I think the next episode is gonna be watching later this week, um, and we'll see what else happens. So until then, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. 
Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.